Welcome to the Chad Prather Show. It's party time, Mom. Uh, there is no Chad Prather today. So Party Foul Steve is sitting in with uh, the lovely Natalie. Yep. Chad um, fired. And, uh, Done. But we are headed into the nether regions. Are we coming out of the nether regions? No, we're, it. we're still in it. We're still in it. Yeah. But driving the ship over there is Puppet Master Mark and the lovely Candice queen of the saudi arabians yes beautiful and uh all right i'm not gonna lie y'all chad is here today but he took over party foul pub we can't not get him to leave (laughs) and so he's just sitting over there watching and seeing how this is really done see what it looks like (laughs) from the other perspective true he's sitting over there playing on his phone Mm -hmm. not paying attention to what's going on he did no studying for what we're going to talk about today Mm -hmm. and today is probably totally off the rails i know you went over the notes well i haven't looked at them at all oh gosh and uh chad did you look at the notes at all yeah prepare you prepared (laughs) (laughs) i just show up that's what i do i I show up and sit down at the bar with my cup of coffee in the mornings Mm -hmm. and uh and give your two cents give my two cents about topics i have no idea what they're about but the f- true fans recognize how brilliant you are, and they talk about that during. I don't know about brilliance. Show. No, they say that. Well, no, I kind of give it uh, a perspective of what I, I would say the regular. Um, let me say, I don't want to dog myself too bad, but like the regular the people, just Joe. average Joes mm-hmm. thinking about a subject or something okay. like that. Because Chad is not the average no, Joe. No, he, he's an intelligent guy. He's a smart guy. He yeah. thinks everything through before he opens his mouth. Ish. M- most of the time-ish. <laughs> and, but he's uh, not apologetic. No, he's not apologetic. Yeah, he's not going to. Um, I usually open my mouth. and I still don't apologize, but I usually open my mouth before I ever think about anything. So Yeah. It's, uh, so what is, Chad, what is the topic of the day? What are we doing? I just whatever whatever what's on Gosh. that uh, page natalie i mean it's your show it no. is it is my show today i mean it's almost like watching myself it is almost it really you know is. what what i really noticed is that you know i shaved all my beard off and um it made my face look fat that's why i try to keep mine grown out i'm gonna um this covid 19 i'm up to about i'm solid covid 19 right now <laughs> how much do you weigh 207 208 spot on yeah 207 to 208 that's pretty light for you compared to where you've been at your in yeah, your life probably so i've been up to about 230 at the heaviest and uh, but i've also been down to 190 in the last year mm-hmm. so i saw a picture from a year ago we were a show and i was looking lean and mean and now i'm looking fat and sad covidy <laughs> covidy real covidy <laughs> Chad, I'm hey. gonna I'm gonna be real. I'm sorry to interrupt your show. Oh, no. I just Go wanted ahead. to. And Candace, I think you could agree. This is a good look for just sitting up at the bar. He looks like the Marlboro Man. Very sexy. Yeah. Very svelte. It looks good on you. It looks very gubernatorially. Well, it's- I like to be behind things. <laughs> <laughs> like this bar makes me look. Uh, does this bar make my butt look big? It looks good. It kind of hides everything. So I, that's, that's why I like I'm to sit up there. See, I'm up here. I wore shorts today, so my bird legs show off. Yep. And uh, we don't know if you're wearing pants at all. He's not. He, he may wearing not pants. be. I can guarantee you he's not wearing socks. I can tell you that this turned into a naked party down there at the uh, in the dressing room hallway here at the 
Oh God! That's what I heard. I heard someone went running down the hall Natalie with a bra naked. on. Sarah false. Gonzalez was naked. No, nope, that's false. I live the dream. No, nope, yeah. that's didn't false. see any of it. It was. It, it's all rumors. We don't know if it was true or not. I had a bandu bra on. We're gonna get more <laughs> into that. We're gonna get more into that. But right now, we're headed to break. So we'll okay. be right back. No, you got to read the ad read. like that boom there it is things are back to you're normal. back yeah i like sitting over there it's good you look good over there well thank you you've told me that i know but i mean <laughs> it it's kind of fun to sit over there for like a minute yeah. but then i'm start i start being real aware of myself and now nah, i don't like it <laughs> i've always told mark i, I, I seriously i'm gonna go back there because i mean this place is like shopping at ikea there's so much furniture <laughs> yeah around this building I'm going to go find like a little desk that I can sit behind. And you're going to sit over there. We're going to do it like a talk show. We're going to do it like Fallon. Oh. Isn't that his name? Yeah. Um, and, and then I'll just have my guest over there. And I, that way I can have my notes up here and I can be like, so, tell me, Natalie. We'll smoke cigarettes like Johnny Carson used to do. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, and he held it and he would tell yeah, the future. Was, for. Remember he would read the card yeah, before he, he was the Yeah, uh, he was the swami. Or whatever it is, <laughs> thing he had a name for it, like the Twitter bird. <laughs> whatever it what was, is the dumbest thing we have on set. <laughs> I know. I miss Johnny. Those were good shows, man. Mm-hmm. Those were good shows. I don't watch TV anymore. So, Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. You like him? Do you ever watch him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him do an interview at Adam Carolla's. Uh, studio slash garage. You know, Adam Carolla, I've been on Corolla show a couple of times over the years and uh, out there at the studio, he's got all of Paul Newman's race cars. You know, he's got a huge car collection. That's beside the point. But anyway, Tucker was interviewing um, him and Dennis Prager. I respect Dennis Prager a whole, whole lot. Corolla's an interesting cat, super smart, uh, right-leaning libertarian. He's a free speech guy. Our buddy Chad Robichaud was just on his show. Uh, But he was saying, you know, it's a shame that we have to qualify everything we want to say. Like if I want to say, you know, this, um, I'm paraphrasing. He says it so much better, but he's basically saying, you know, if I say that the Mexican person did this or Spanish person. Oh, but I just want to, you know, I don't have a problem with Spanish people. Right. You know, I have Mexican friends. Yeah, I got Mexican friends. Or if you say, well, it was a black guy who did that. I mean, I don't have a problem with it being a black guy. But Mm -hmm. just say it. Tell the joke. Say what you got to say. Yeah. Be descriptive, whatever. I mean, stop having to qualify everything. And uh, anyway, that was an interview that he did with Tucker Carlson. And in the New York Times, uh, this... uh, lady wrote an opinion piece where in its title tucker carlson doesn't know what patriotism is um and then she goes on and on and on and on you know and the beautiful thing about tucker carlson is he just doesn't take anybody's crap i like that right and he'll call people on stuff you know whenever he squints his eyebrows and he says uh, let me let me so what do you mean by that when you when you say that what do you mean by that he got you <laughs> he done got your ass right uh because he's fixing to hammer you down because he's making you double down 
But uh, he, she says, but what I actually said isn't the reason Mr. Carlson and Mr. Trump are questioning my patriotism, nor is it why they're using the same racist insults against me that have been slung my way time and again in the years, though they have never worked on me. They're doing it because they're desperate for America's attention to be on anything other than Donald Trump's failure to lead our nation. Um, and because they think that Mr. Trump's electoral prospects will be better if they can turn us against one another, their goal isn't to make or keep America great. It's to keep Mr. Trump in power, whatever the cost. And we talked about this article a couple of weeks ago and stuff. And I'm like, do you really honestly think that guys like that, that's all they that's that's why they exist, is just to make sure that there's a certain demographic of Americans that are felt like made to feel should be made to feel like less than citizens. I mean, do you really think that Tucker Carlson gets up in the morning and is like, you know what, I'm going to target black people today. I want to target the Hispanic community today. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, Steve does stuff like that. Right. Daily. He's, Daily. You think so? Yeah. But um, <laughs> what what I find interesting is that both sides, from that kind of standpoint, it's thought that both sides think that division is the way to the White House. Right. Mm -hmm. And both can't be right. So in talking about this whole governor thing, uh, I had somebody, because we formed the PAC, right? And... Um, I won't reveal the name yet, but <clears throat> we have people who said, you should call it, and I mean, very well-respected people who are counseling me in this whole thing, and they're like, you should call it like uh, uh, libtards, you know, Texans against libtards, and I'm like, I, I never use that word. Mm -hmm. I don't like that word. Or, you know, uh, Texans against snowflakes, melting snowflakes. I'm like, they're like, well, just get it. You use stuff that's in your face. And I'm like, well, yeah, we might want the moderate vote, though. Right. You know, we don't have to be full blown uh, extreme right wing people. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not who I am. That's not how I'm mm -hmm. wired. You know, but you're right, Steve. They just want to make sure that the division. There are people who are out there. And let's face it, guys like Tucker Carlson does make a living because of the division. So does, you know, so does Don Lemon. Uh and both and, those guys get the last word on their show. Well, it's their show. <laughs> you know who else gets the last word on their show? Yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh, shut up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, too. Yeah, but she says, uh, the hateful vision for America parroted by Mr. Trump and Mr. Carlson will not win. The relentless efforts to drive wedges between us all will not work forever. We're too resilient a nation, too diverse a people to let them. Um, I just don't think that Donald Trump hates this country. Nope. I mean, I, his actions prove otherwise. I just don't think he does. Uh, I don't even think he's right wing. You know, I've said that over and over again. I, I, I like Trump. He sealed the deal when he did that fly by at Mount Rushmore to Thunderstruck, <laughs> ACDC. I was fired up. May I also say, as a businessman, if you're helping him make money, he doesn't care what color you are. No, he doesn't. He does not care. See, here's the thing that people don't get. Why did the blue-collar Rust Belt mechanic vote for Donald Trump? I mean, here's a billionaire, mm -hmm. and there's a guy out there that's making $48,000 a year. How, right? Why? How do you relate to that person? Donald Trump spent and i take all the billionaire playboy stuff and put it aside just for a second donald trump spent all of the formative years building hotels and all of these things he walked those job sites mm -hmm. he talked to those workers he 
he communicated with those people. Everybody knows he did. You know he did. You see, now the thing is, everybody wants to forget the Donald Trump of the 80s and the 90s. Uh, you want to forget that guy and make it all about, you know, what you what you've been told he is today. That's why he's able to communicate with those people. He speaks in a way that is very blunt, very real. It's not the most eloquent, polished thing. I mean, sometimes he can't get out of his own way, you know. But that's that's what he says. And sometimes that language comes out a little bit too free and too offensive. I can relate. <laughs> I say a lot of things that I'm like, yeah, man, might not have been the best choice of words, you know. But whatever. You know, another reason why he they can relate with Donald Trump is because that guy who works as a mechanic doesn't think he deserves any of Donald Trump's money mm. and converse. I can switch that back. Donald Trump doesn't want any of his money yeah. either. You keep what's yours and what you've worked hard for. And that's, I think that's where that you can relate. But I mean, think about it. I mean, Donald Trump doesn't even take a salary, which I mean, being no. president of the United States ain't that big of a salary. Right. I know there's folks out there who be like, oh, you kidding me? But I mean, no. And when you're a billionaire. Correct. $400,000 And you're the leader right? of the free world. Yeah. yeah. Well, $400,000 I mean, is it? I mm-hmm. mean, there's perks. Bill Clinton gets $400,000 every time he goes and gives a speech. You know, mm-hmm. so that's a whole other deal. Anyway, that's where we're at, folks, everybody. I mean, I read a tweet earlier today um, or the, yesterday where a woman on there, she said, my middle child, uh, my middle son is now a Trump supporter. He's dead to me. Can you imagine saying that about one of your kids? I mean, even if it's an attempt at dark humor, can you imagine that's where you are politically? Mm. He's dead to me because he's a Trump supporter. I mean, that's insanity right there. That's the level of division that's out there. Yep. You know, uh, Josh Jennings said to me the other day, he said, one thing I could say is, is, is uh, if Donald Trump doesn't get reelected, you know, at least a lot of stuff that's been a pain in our ass is going to go away. Like coronavirus. <laughs> and I mean, people get mad at me when I say things yeah. like that. They're like, you don't take this seriously. I take it as seriously as you took H1N1. Right. I mean, nobody wanted swine flu. Nope. And, I, and a lot of people died from that. But I didn't wake up every day going, you know what? I got to mask up and glove up and hazmat suit. And, you know, I can't go in the freaking bank and transact business because... You know, I didn't think of that during the swine flu or the bird flu or whatever. But now, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, Trump called it a hoax. No, it's that re- overreaction to it that's the hoax. You had to, he, you know, poor choice of words, but he came up with something that, you know, they're creating some political reaction to the whole thing. Anyway, that's where we're at. Makes me tired. People that's, are angry. We just, yeah. it's, it's. Seems like we're living in a very angry country. Steve, bring me that bottle over there on the far right. Let me let me just show you how we deal with this, folks. Are you going to drink through it? Let me just show you how we deal. Drink through the anger. Yeah, bring, bring. It's just it's okay. It's just you know it's sometimes sometimes you just got to have the little you know a little brown water. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You don't. No, I don't need don't, it. You don't need it. But you know sometimes you just need the brown water. Can I smell it? That's nice. Yeah, keep the uh, keep the label away from things. I'll just keep smell it. Keep the label away. Okay. Just keep your hand over 
People can see mm. it. Though. Yeah, That's we're not advertising for anything. Okay. People are like, you know what, Chad? I like you until you start that drinking. <laughs> start. Start. <laughs> you start that drinking. Oh, Steve. Oklahoma City all weekend long for us. Yeah, like five days. Brick Town Comedy Club. We're there all the way through Sunday night. And they're opening and embracing you guys, and mm-hmm. they're excited, it sounds like. A lot of tickets have been sold. That's great. Uh, there's still tickets available, though. If you're in the greater Oklahoma City area, or you just want to drive a few hours, get mm-hmm. out and come on. Hang out with us. You can go to watchchad.com and get tickets. And uh, we got some fun stuff going on. Like, we, we've got... Um, Steve Helms is going to do some traveling with us, and we've got some other players to be named later. Because my show that we're going to start doing is we're calling it Chad Prather's American Heyday, which is just another way of saying make America great again. (laughs) (laughs) But that's kind of what we're doing. It's just a celebration of of American culture, Mm -hmm. right? Not politics. And a lot of people are going to be upset because they come to the shows, and I've had people who are like, well, you didn't say anything. You didn't really do any politics. Yeah, well. It wasn't a political rally. It was a comedy show. But I want to mix in music and comedy and humor and and have a multitude of people. We're on stage together. People are on stage solo. And you're just going to get to know a lot of folks. You're going to realize that Steve Helms really is talented. Um, We got some others who were twisting their arms. And they're clearing things with their management to get them on. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun show. When we do that show in Billy Bob's at Billy Bob's uh, here, I'm planning on doing that show. And that's, I think, August 23rd. Yep. Because we're going to Casper, Wyoming on the 20th. And then we're in Grand Junction, Colorado on the 21st. Then we're in Pueblo, Colorado on the 22nd. And then Billy Bob's in Fort Worth on the 23rd. How about that? How about that? Hey, while the left embraces that whole thing called cancel culture, let's get in on the action. I want you to cancel the leftist supporting cell phone provider that you've been using. Make the switch to America's only conservative cell phone carrier. That is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile shares your values. They're never going to charge you hidden fees. And unlike the big mobile companies, they won't send your hard-earned money to Planned Parenthood and other leftist causes. I want you to get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that loves this country, shares your values, supports our constitution and puts people before profits switching is very very easy folks you can keep your phone number you can bring your own phone you can get a new one from them right now when you join their family of freedom loving americans you can get free activation plus a free gift with the offer code chad veterans and first responders get an even better deal in savings so please make the switch today call 972 patriot 972 patriot or go to patriotmobile.com slash chad you can get a customized plan that starts at just $25, folks. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Chad. Big things to tell you when we come back. Hang tight. You know you make me want to shout. Put your hands up and shout. Turn to me up and shout. Down now. Shout. Okay. That's enough of that. It's awesome. Yeah. Two weeks ago, uh, <clears throat> this is Michelle Goldberg. 
She says, two weeks ago, I asked Randy Weingarten, president of the American Federation of Teachers, what a functioning Department of Education would be doing to prepare the country to reopen schools in the fall. A functioning Department of Education would have been getting groups of superintendents and principals and unions and others together in the middle of March, she told me. It would have created a clearinghouse of best practices for maintaining grab-and-go lunch programs and online education. By mid-April, it would have convened experts to figure out how to reopen schools safely and offered grants to schools trying different models. None of that has happened. Zero, said Weingarten. Instead, Donald Trump has approached the extraordinarily complex challenge of educating children during a pandemic, just as he's approached most other matters of governing with bullying, bluster, and propaganda. That's right, folks. The superintendents didn't get together. It's Trump's fault. Bully. The principals didn't get together and plan. It's Trump's fault. Bully. Yeah. What were you going to say, Steve? Well, I know a few school teachers are, are not actually too mad about I the situation. I get it, man. I get it. And, and you know, we were talking the other day, Jade and I, she's like, look, I, I see it from the teacher's perspective, you know, and we were talking to uh, Shelly Luther on a show the other day. See it from the teacher's perspective in that some of them have preexisting conditions. Some of them, you know, they're nervous about going back and doing all that. So I get it. I get it. I don't want to be around a bunch of snotty ass kids. Do well, you? you're not a teacher. I don't want to be around them. There's, There's a, a lot reason of why you didn't sign up for that. That's that's Hell not your job. No, they right. can't pay me enough. Go in there and mess with Joe Youngins. Isn't mm-hmm. there a lot of schools these days that have like <laughs> I'm blended, blended courses, half online, half in person? So that's stuff? one of the things that they've talked about is doing you know three days. I like I I'm kind of for it. Right, three days of yeah. Yeah, if you can well, do it. I mean, there's, there's some tricks to it because, I mean, you know, you got both parents at work. I mean, how do you do that I'm, where you do three three days on campus and two days off where you're online? The, the I'm not on board is, with any of that. I don't care what you're on I know, board with, I, I know. Natalie. I understand. I understand the, you're not. I know you want to farm your kids out five days a week. Six, you, you do it six. <laughs> the thing about it is no one's out there alone. Everybody's having to deal with the same thing. Everybody is. So Thank it's affecting you. everyone. Oh, correct. So there's, uh, you're not the only person that is struggling with what to do with kids and how to shuffle your life. And, you know, we've had to adjust to go from living on, say, two incomes down to one. And I understand there are some still living on, you know, the stimulus or the unemployment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I yeah, I get it. You don't want to be their parents. And I think they should go back to school. Yeah. I, I just do. I'm just going to keep homeschooling mine. Well, you know, Betsy DeVos, of course, she's the secretary of education. Uh, she, You know, she had a plan. She said the other day, coronavirus inspired school choice that would punish public schools that don't fully open without offering details. She said families could take the federal money spent at these schools and use it elsewhere. She's long wanted to give public money to private schools. Perhaps she thinks that this coronavirus has given her the chance. Oh, yeah. Because Betsy DeVos, that she's the only one using it for political reasons. Right. I mean, my Lord. I mean, it, it's it's no matter what happens. I mean, I, but please, by all means, folks, we're sitting here discussing it. If you don't like Trump, fine. Offer the solution. Because I hadn't heard a good one from anybody on it, on this stuff. I mean, what do you want to do? Open the schools up. It ain't, it ain't Trump's fault that the superintendents and the principals ain't getting together to plan with the experts and convene that need to convene in order to talk about it. Right? That's my opinion, th- anyway. I, I think they're, the problem Natalie. is we have ex- experts on both sides of the spectrum Yeah, that say one thing, that say, no, open them back up. This is not 
affecting children. Which is where Natalie stands. It's it's not just that. It's just if we don't get back to some sort of normalcy some here. Some sort. I agree. If we, I mean, and there we do have safety precautions in place that teachers can take. And again, if you have an underlying issue, I completely understand that. Same thing if you go to school with a bunch of kids that have the flu. I know. I'm not compare. I know. Don't nobody yell at me. I'm just saying. Oh, and by the way, when I said earlier, I get it. Doesn't mean I agree with it. Right. I just understand where you're I coming from. I respect that. I definitely yeah. respect that. But I'm I'm telling you to stop everything for those concerns. We are we are we're killing our country. Did we open? We are. We're killing our country. Did we open the schools during swine flu? H1N1. During yes. Flu. Did we open them? Of course we did. I was knocked up during a swine flu. My husband got the swine flu while I was pregnant. Really? He didn't wear a mask. Yes. All right. He didn't wear a mask. We just took, you take the right precautions. I was knocked up. Hubby was sick. (laughs) I was trying to kill him. I had rat poison in his food. (laughs) I am curious to know what, you know, since everybody's wearing masks and stuff like that, all the other stuff that we've stopped, like tuberculosis, the regular flu, all the, any other airborne type stuff that we normally have, are those going to go down? Well, you just don't care about people, Steve. Uh, I mean, you, that's the funny thing. You can't even talk about any of this. People are like, you just don't care about Actually, people. Actually, I care about some and others I don't. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, we uh, know. I think we should be able to not like someone. I think we all agree we love our teachers. I'm the first parent to 100%. back a teacher up the second that I hear there's a disciplinary yeah. issue. Like, okay. I'm like, bust his ass. When I always bring it up and I say the people that need to get more training Absolutely. and better pay. It should be harder to get those jobs are educators and uh, police officers. Yes. Right? So I respect both of them. I defend both of them. I speak out for both of them. I wouldn't. I li- when I say I wouldn't do the job, that is me complimenting That's you. That's right. Right? A lot of th- say I hate that you have to explain the humor. Like we were really? talking about Adam Carolla. Yeah. that's me complimenting you. You're doing a job that most people don't want to do. No, I don't want to wipe your kid's nose and I don't want to breathe their germs. I don't want to breathe their flu. I don't, or their tuberculosis or anything. Right. You know, I I don't, I may also say, I know a lot of teachers and they're all ready to go back. They are ready. They're, they're like, put me back in my classroom. Let me decorate before, you know, they want to go to me. I know there are teachers that are fearful, but so many of them are ready to get back to normal. And you know, there's that small percentage of that's an excuse, fear. And it doesn't matter if it was for this or anything else. If you can find a way, there's certain people that like to be that victim and this, this lines up perfect for them. There's a built in excuse. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like it. Just people's reactions to it. Like, how dare you? I mean, you know, did y'all see the video of the guy who was trying to find it? What looked like like paint or stain or something like that he was in yep. the store at walmart and the woman and then the lady who was her mother apparently on the other end they're both filming him and they're like going crazy and he's like y'all are the crazy ones because he wasn't wearing a mask oh and they, they were losing their minds videoing him and kind of mask shaming him you know for not wearing the mask and then you got people that come on there and says well he wasn't wearing a mask okay neither were you in flu season Neither were you during swine flu. I mean, you just, it, it's just, you know, I had somebody who said to me the other day, I've put on a mask every flu season. Oh, shut up. That's, that's not true. You lying. I don't even know when flu season is. Fibber. I don't know when it's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the I mean flu. exactly. I'm married to a pediatric flu. nurse practitioner. <laughs> 
You know what? She sees them every days. damn day. Every day. School and brings te- it home. The thing about it is school teachers will tell you that every snotty-nosed little kid in a classroom is year-round. Yes. And it's a, petri, it's a wife. petri dish full mm-hmm. of garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But so what? I mean, I, you know, and I mean, I got five kids, right? My my two older daughters that, that are in college, they're starting right back on campus. You mm-hmm. know, when the time comes, they're ready to go, too. Mm-hmm. They are ready to go. They like, send us out. My mama got masked shamed um, when she was out and about because she had the mask on, but she had her uh, just below her nose because she has COPD. She can't, she really does have, she takes breathing treatments. She can't breathe. And this lady kept going, like, put your mask over. I just spit on you. Sorry. <laughs> Did you just spit on him? I just spit on him. I think he just him. spit on Chad from six feet away. I was talented. Uh, uh, COVID can't get you from six foot one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Put that's your what, mask that, over either, your nose, either Chad six foot, Social distancing work or the mask work. Which one? Right. It's, I don't know. Steve would It's like putting two condoms on. No, I can on. sneeze WD six safe. feet though. I can, I can sneeze six foot one. <laughs> I'd cover you up. I puked six feet the other night on Stu's show. Uh-huh. Yeah. I went, uh-huh. I went a solid seven feet. I, mm-hmm. I'm under the mindset, though, and, and I even talked to my mom about this, and she's one with pre, pre-existing conditions that she should never go out in public again yep. for the rest of her life. Uh, just stay inside, Mom. Yep. But it's like, I told her, I said, it's not if you get it. It's, it's when you get it. And, and I say you, anybody out there, I think it's, in, it's, here, it's here to stay. It's not going to go away. Yeah. Um, and never going away, no. And it's virus, it's not it's virus. Are we supposed to wear masks then the rest of our lives? I don't yes. know that that's the right answer. Um, <laughs> China's been wearing masks forever for smog. Look, they're still smoggy, and they still got the uh, COVID, mm-hmm. and they were wearing masks. Half the population was already wearing it. Oh boy. You know, I've told you about Deborah. Deborah said I couldn't believe we were being evicted from our home. It's a home they didn't sell. Uh, home title fraud, folks. Devastating. Absolutely. Can you imagine finding out that somebody stole your home's title? They went online, forged the documents that says you sold your home to them, and then they took out loans against the house and left you with the the bills. I mean, and you get evicted from your house. Insurance isn't going to cover that. Identity theft protection isn't going to do anything to take care of that. Your mortgage company can't fix it. The only folks that can do something about it is home title lock. And so you got these cyber thieves out there. They get the title to your home. They get it off the internet, forge your name on a, on a quick claim deed, and they state that you sold your home, and then they refile as the new owner. And so that's the deal. You don't even know you're a victim until it's too late. You get an eviction notice from your own house. And uh, that's a bad, bad thing. So let, I want you to protect one of your greatest investments, if not the greatest investment that you have in your life, and that is your home. Put a virtual barrier around your home's title. And home title lock's great because as soon as they detect uh, tampering, they're going to mobilize to shut it down. And first things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address. They'll let you know if you're already a victim, uh, and you'll know if there's something needs to happen right then and there. Then I want you to use code CHAD for 30 free days of protection. So go to HomeTitleLock.com, put in code CHAD, and see what you got. We'll be right back.
Attention all women. Trump is coming for your health care. Don't you know? I mean, I can't believe that y'all have any left after four years of Trump. I mean, if he was coming for it, you would think he would have already taken care of that. So uh, he's asked, this is an opinion piece uh, by Kathleen Sebelius, New York Times. She said it's uh, that he asked the Supreme Court to overturn the entire Affordable Care Act. This is dangerous for many reasons, but for women, it's devastating. They would be stripped of the protections they've had uh, in the decades since passage of the law known as Obamacare. Before the law, insurance companies routinely discriminated against women, those who didn't work for employers that offered health coverage or who weren't old enough or poor enough to qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, struggled to buy health insurance in the private market where insurance companies made all the rules. Um, in those days, they would charge insurers would charge women two to three times more uh, for men for identical health policies. Women discovered that many of the services and medicines they needed were not included, like coverage for pregnancy, which was not part of most individual policies and was impossible to purchase once a woman became pregnant. Uh, supposedly, they denied coverage to Americans with pre-existing conditions, uh, a practice that affects more women than men. About 30 million women have a pre-existing condition, like side effects from having taken Accutane as a teenager, depression, or breast cancer. Um Compared with the 24 million. I love how she does this, how she says it costs more to insure women. But you know what? Women are screwed up. And she starts listing all the shit that's wrong with women. There's a reason why it costs more to insure women. Nobody thinks about that. What's wrong with you people? Apparently depression and acne and breast cancer. Y'all have ovaries. What do you do with that? to deal with is it mm -hmm. oh but i mean you answer your own freaking question right. kathleen you she did but it's trump's fault yes coming for your health care uh but obamacare put an end to that gender discrimination false that's right <laughs> That's right. Insurance companies were required to sell policies to women with pre-existing conditions and had to stop dropping them off their health plans if they got sick uh and you could keep your doctor. <laughs> you could keep your doctor. No, you can't. Liar. Uh, anyway, it, you ask any doctor out there if they liked Obamacare. Get back to me on the ratio. I can ask I, any small business. Yeah, I was going to say they don't like it because I used to work in the operating room with doctors during that time. Yep. And um, they didn't like it at all. Let me tell you something. If they're putting me under for surgery and I look up and there's party foul Steve scrubbed <laughs> up in my operating room, I am getting up, snatching the IV out of my <laughs> vein and walking. Mark that. <laughs> yeah, you might want to check with like the people that I work with before you say that. No, nope, no, nope, Steve, on, I know. So. I know there's a reason why I keep you around, but I don't want to <laughs> see it. Don't want to see that in action. There's a reason I keep you around. But... uh <laughs> <laughs> just in case you need surgery i don't need steve looking in my guts well you dig around in there and pull your gallbladder out your <laughs> navel <laughs> oh my god but i love this article because or this opinion piece because she just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on about how obamacare was great for women and she keeps listing all the things that are wrong with women um 
If President Trump wins this case to eliminate Obamacare, millions of women could lose coverage because of pre-existing health conditions and be deprived of access to expanded Medicaid insurance and, and no-cost contraception and other preventative health services. It sounds to me like you need to be having a conversation with the insurance companies. Overhaul that business, especially when four out of every five dollars belongs to the insurance That's company. Right. So, you know, it's a big, 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 big industry. And it doesn't need an overhaul. Absolutely, it does. It's ridiculous. It's insane. The cost of medical. I mean, we need medical reform in this country in a big way. Obamacare ain't it. Socialized medicine ain't it. Uh, but there needs to be an overhaul in this thing. And look, I'm all for free markets. I know it costs a lot of money to come up with some pill that people have got to have. And so, you know, it's a you know they spend a billion dollars to get this pill out on the market. Wait. The Years of research and getting it, you know, approval. The and the problem with it is it's uh, coming at the cost to Americans, and you can buy the same medicine overseas from the same pharmaceutical company for a tenth of the price. Mm-hmm. And so I think you know they're they're doing it on the backs of Americans, gouging the prices and gouging these. There's insurance. It's just like uh, having cash price for things and insurance price. That's bullshit. Right, like Jade and I will get in a fight, and I'm like, I gotta leave her, and I'm like, but then I gotta go get insurance. <laughs> <laughs> that Did, you gasp? <laughs> Did you just gasp? You just gasp? No. It, like I'm no. leaving. Years her, but ago, then I gotta go get my own health insurance. Years Come ago, on. we went off on our own insurance when Tony was went back to school in her <laughs> master's degree, and it was like twelve hundred dollars a month for that Cobra insurance. Oh, that yeah. lasted one month, and I was like, all right, kids. Y'all can't do anything. No. Stay off the trampoline. Don't. <laughs> oh, and the Cobra stuff is ridiculously mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's insanity right there, that stuff. But no, I mean, you're not going to get, unless you got some $10,000 high deductible thing, major medical, you know, emergency policy, you're, you're going to pay that. I mean, it, it's insane what it costs. We had nothing for over a year. Right? We were like sweating every time we go outside. You're like. So when they cut me open two years ago, you know, if you look at the the bill that was coming in before i mean unbelievable how expensive those surgeries and you know so thank god that you had that but it's just yeah we need health care reform socialism isn't the answer though no it's just that ain't the answer well they do it in sweden they got five million people in sweden we got 330 million so a little bit different scenario here you know got a lot more people to keep up with Still don't understand why Rand well, Paul went to Canada. Well, ask your Canadian friends when you have time what it's like oh, out I there have. for healthcare. I have, and you know, you have your online warriors who talk about how wonderful it is, but I've never met a person. I have not either. You know, social media isn't real life, right? It's like when I go out and I, I meet people around and about. Like I meet people who are conservative thinkers. They they support Trump. You know, they're like, yeah, I'm voting for Donald Trump. You would you think that this guy was burning babies on a stake? You know, uh, if if you just believed what you read online or in the news media. Did you see the the thing on USA Today? I, you know, I've just started saying I just let, got out of the toilet after taking a big old USA Today. I mean, they, they, these guys are so ridiculous. They had a guy it was a black guy wearing a shirt had an eagle on it it was a trump one that you can get through the trump store or something like that and it was like you know then it had the nazi eagle on the pole on the staff and it was talking about how the eagle is a symbol trump is promoting a symbol of uh nazi power and white supremacy and all that stuff and then it said on a side note 
the eagle has always been on a subtweet and e- the eagle has always been uh, a symbol you know historically of america as well and i'm like I don't know what you guys are peddling. It's evil. I think it was the it's way evil. the eagle was drawn. I saw the pictures and I'm like, okay, they're similar. <laughs> but they were. I mean, they yeah. weren't no. that similar. If you really look at them, I understand the overall shape. It's an eagle, right? right. So, yeah. I mean, I've had designs on t-shirts before where the eagle's, you know, out there like that. Got his wings spread out. Yeah. The eagle the guy was wearing is actually the eagle that is on a dollar bill. Yeah whatever denomination but it's from it's literally from currency. the american currency mm-hmm. so yeah but you got to tie everything back to nazis <laughs> of course it's With, the worst of know, the worst the worst of the worst uh well as we said we're all looking for ways to save money right especially now when's the last time you looked at how much you're actually spending every month on your car insurance that's a whole other deal right there homeowners insurance now's the time to check out gabby Gabby is a great, great company. They're going to help you get a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive Nationwide Travelers. You just link your current insurance account, and in about two minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you already have. And uh, I did it. I love it. It's great. They saved me probably 20% on my insurance premiums quick easy process it takes no time at all in just a matter of minutes you'll find out you log in you use your current insurance provider within seconds you're going to get a list of competing rates so uh last year alone gabby customers saved about 825 dollars per year and if they can't find you savings like they did for me they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you got the absolute best rate that's out there so you don't have anything to lose they're never going to sell your info so you don't get the spam calls or any of that robocall junk it's totally free to check your rate and there's no obligation so take two minutes this afternoon this evening tomorrow whatever see how much you can save on your car and homeowners insurance go to gabby that's g-a-b-i dot com slash watch chad gabby.com slash watch chad go today If Donald Trump is a danger to democracy, it is not because he will overthrow the Constitution. It is because his contempt for American values and institutions and his ineptitude as a leader may persuade Americans by his example, if nothing else. The democracy just does not work. While we still seem to be a long way from that point, four more years of Mr. Trump will bring us that much closer. There it is, a man so powerful, a real estate mogul from Queens, New York. So powerful. He's going to overthrow all of American history, traditions, institutions, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, our republic, the democratic rules by which we engage our government. Donald Trump, you're fired. Lord have mercy. Go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Come hang out with us, Oklahoma City, and then uh, check the rest of the schedule. Party Foundation. Nation. You can find him online at the YouTubes. Of course, Hot and Hughes is all over the place. And follow me at Watch Chad. Get Blaze TV. 
dot com slash chad you can get an annual subscription and get all of the goods contents this out is hey we love you god bless you we gonna talk to you next week take care of yourselves bye